0: Hi there, Celeste here and welcome to I Support That, a podcast for anyone who's sick and tired of running the race that is their everyday lives. This is for people who need to regroup and rethink and figure out what the heck they're going to do next. I hope your week was better than mine. My body sat me down this week, okay? I thought I was going to be superwoman and just keep going and going and going like the Energizer bunny. And my body was like, no girl, no, (laughs) Uh, take a break. So, um, like that beautiful Hamilton song. I did, um, about maybe one third of everything I was supposed to do. And that's being very generous. So when we have those moments, I, um, well, I don't know about you, but I tend to be really hard on myself at first because I feel like, you know, mind over matter. And I think that has its place. And I think that that's really good advice on some things, but that's not great advice for everything. And I think sometimes you just need to rest. And I was trying to apply the wrong solution to the problem. I was trying to mind over matter fatigue and exhaustion, both mental and emotional and physical exhaustion and be at my best with my professional life and my personal life and get every day get up every day and just, you know, be at 100% or even 80%. and, And that just wasn't realistic. So while I was really disappointed in myself in those first couple of days, I had to kind of get over it. And I am Proud that I caught myself kind of mid spiral before it got out of control. With the, you know, um, why can't you just push through this uh, kind of down talk that we do sometimes? And if you guys have been there, believe me, like I said, I, I was there last week. So, um, or this week, excuse me. Um, you've made it through, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Be kind to yourself. Maybe just try to take a beat and think, is this a situation that should that I can mind over matter myself out of? Or is this a situation that I simply just need rest? And if you just need rest, get rest, and that's okay. So uh, lots, lots going on. I started working out uh, in the morning, so that has been... Um, That's been fun. Cannot wait to tell you guys a little bit more about that in um, next week's episode about this self-care journey that I'm on and still traveling for work, but trying to make time here and there to keep up my routine has been difficult, but I am persevering. So anyway, um, I want to talk to you guys about this crazy story Uh, And I promise I'm going to apply it to something in life, but uh, it's really just insane and bonkers. It's kind of like that chess story where you hear something and it's outrageous and you're like, where did they do that at? Well, they do it in Coffee City, okay? So the original report, if you guys want to look at it, I saw it on YouTube, is KHOU11 and it was Jeremy Rogalski, okay? um And so there's this little city in Texas called Coffee City. They have a population of 249 people and they had 50 police officers, right? So the location was about or is like three hours, I think they said north of Houston, right? So here's the crazy thing, like 2022, just those 50 cops wrote over a million dollars worth of tickets. And those tickets were like over 5,000 tickets. So what happened is this reporter got a tip that said, hey, you know, something's rotten in Coffee City. Uh, You know, most of the police officers have um, some sort of Uh, like suspensions, demotions and their past. And you need to check that out. Like this, the chief there only hires like, um, cops that have issues. So this, this reporter checked it out and they found out that over half of the, the active police, actually over half of the police force at the time had been like suspended, dishonorably discharged, criminally, uh, Charged or demoted from their previous uh employers so when they confronted the chief who um, at the time was chief portillo and he has since well i don't want to give it away i won't give it away in case you guys want to actually um listen to it and i would encourage you to do that um, but when they confronted the chief They asked him, like, hey, is this, do you know about the troubled past of your officers? And he's like, yeah, I know. And, you know, I think that everything, that what's on paper isn't the full story. And so, you know, I have a good team around me, basically, that does additional investigating. And we determine, you know, what's real, what's fake. And in our investigating, we determine that, like, 75% are more or more of these guys um, just really got on the wrong side of precinct politics and it's retaliation that they were fired so um, that is his story is that he hires these people because they're good cops that just didn't play well with others in their previous employer employment employment you know um, so when he was asked about how much they make, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm a transparent guy. You know, these guys can make eighty, hundred thousand $100,000 a year. You know, they can make $50 an hour doing extra jobs. He does not get a cut of that. He was very transparent. He only gets a cut of the extra jobs that he does. And he has a unit of police officers that work for like essentially commission only from home which um is a little different um according to the law i i think they checked it out you cannot do that um but he himself when he filled out the application to become the chief in coffee city he had a failure to appear for DWI so that was um that was very interesting so they confronted him about that and he said you know he, at the time that he filled out his application, he, you know, everything that came to mind is what he disclosed. So he wasn't trying to hide anything. It just didn't come to mind, um, you know, is my interpretation of what he said. So, you know, I would encourage everyone to first, please, like this story is fascinating and I I'm, I'm waiting for lawyer tube. I watch a couple people, um, Natalie lawyer chick. I love her. Um, and then I'll sometimes watch Emily DeBaker, but I am like a lawyer chicklet since day one. Um, so I'm hoping that Natalie picks up the story. But uh, it's K-H-O-U 11, Jeremy Rogalski. So I'm hoping I'm pronounced that correctly. Um, but definitely go check it out. But how can we apply that to us? So giving people second chances. Uh, You know, because he seems to be running like a second chance home for police officers. Now, I have given plenty of people second and third chances. And maybe they didn't always deserve it in hindsight. Or maybe I should have given somebody a second and third chance and they didn't deserve it. And how do you make that distinction? You know, um, I didn't have a team around me to help me with like investigative, you know, reporting or investigation to determine if they were wrongly accused or if I could afford to be more lenient. And usually it's because we're so, you know, personal to the problem, unless it's in the workplace and we can maybe be a little bit more objective. But, you know, how do we determine? If we're going to give someone a second chance, I have found, even though it's kind of juvenile in some aspects, but making a pros and cons list, you know, especially when I'm talking about a, if it's something I can get over, you know, I do have boundaries and we all have to have those hard boundaries. And if it's a hard boundary, definitely you can forgive someone without having them in your life. And I will always advocate for forgiveness. I think forgiveness is for you, not for the other person so much. So I think if you can forgive someone, always forgive them. But letting them back in your life, I think forgiveness is not a second chance. I don't think those two are synonyms. So sometimes I will kind of lay it out. Do I forgive this person? Yes. Okay. Is, you know... Do I want this person in my life? Okay, how am I going to determine that? Is this person giving the chance going to do the same thing? Well, if that's a yes, (laughs) maybe I don't want this person in my life. Um, Or am I, how realistic is it that they're going to get that same opportunity? You know, if it's a one-off thing and we'll never be in the same situation, maybe, maybe um, you know, if this person, like, I'll, I'll give you an, 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 example. I've had several people in my life who unfortunately have had problems with substance abuse. And I know that given the opportunity, um, addicts, unfortunately they will lie and, and they will steal and they will do what they need to do to, um, to get their fix because they're in an addiction. Now, these people didn't live with me. So, Would I have allowed these people to live with me? Absolutely not. Um, But these people could remain in my life because we had a healthy boundary of, hey, you know, um, I'm praying for you. I'm here for for you. I am encouraging you to get clean. I will listen to what you have to say. But you already know the deal. Like, I am not a place that you can seek, you know, safe harbor at because you have this issue. Now, if you, you know, complete a program and you have a certain number of days clean under your belt and you're really working towards recovery, we can maybe start to talk about some things, you know, um, you're seeing a physician, you're seeing, you know, uh, you're in counseling, you're, you know, you're, you're completing the steps that you need to complete. So that's a little bit different. Professionally, when you see someone who maybe forgot to check, you cannot contact a previous employer and they maybe have really good references, but something happened at one job and they said you could contact them and you got the real deal. Maybe they just, the boss and them didn't get along and this person just completely did not have nice things to say, but everybody else has something stellar to say. Do you give them a shot? Do you roll the dice? Their resume is great. You know, all the other five jobs said they were great. One job said not so much. Could it have been a class of person, a clash of personalities? Could it have just been that person didn't like them? Could have been something personal. You know, you don't know. Maybe that, maybe their boss had something, you know, um, either that's not personal and just didn't like them. Or, you know, maybe, maybe they used to date back in high school and and it just didn't work out and they were only there like you, you never, ever know. So while I can't fault people for giving somebody a second chance, especially professionally on a resume, um, and you can always address it and just say, Hey, get the other side of the story. So, I think professionally, there's a lot more grace with giving people second chances in jobs. And I would be more inclined to do that, especially if I feel like they've interviewed well, their references check out well, all the other jobs were well. And hey, at least they gave me permission to contact. You know, they they didn't try to hide the bad. And I'd want to hear what happened. I'd ask them. So get both sides of the story. And then you have a probationary period in most states, and most states are at will except for, what, two in the United States? So it's not like if it doesn't work out, you can't just say, hey, you know, we thought this would be a good fit, but I'm, you know, kind of leaning towards your the recommendation of your previous employer here. And that's okay. No harm, no foul. I think if you just are upfront about it and let them know. Um, I also feel that what the coffee city chief did though on that scale and some of the charges if you guys listen to it I mean they were a little wild um some of the things that these officers were charged with don't know if I could do a second chances uh program quite like that especially you know unless it was like a job that was okay with like felons and criminal records. Like if I had a job that was like, okay with that, then sure, you know, but in law enforcement, no, you can't have like, you know, uh, charges against children and DWIs and, you know, any, any sort of charges like that, you know, obstruction of justice charge, like you can't have, um, and I, I want to, I'm not quite sure if obstruction of justice was in one of the charges, but um, the other two were, but you, you can't have any sort of charges like that. Cause that like, you're, you're in charge of policing the people. And then he quadrupled the police force. I don't think that you quite need a 24 hour coverage in a town that small. So I think that there were some mistakes made uh, on his part and he just got a little greedy I don't quite think you need to do that. But I, I think if you have a few people that you are thinking about extending an olive branch to, I think maybe see what it's going to cost you. I think if you're in a professional role and you're kind of teeter-tottering on the fence about maybe uh, giving a good candidate a second shot when they maybe just didn't have a bad or maybe they had a bad go of it previously, uh, think about it and see see what you can do. But don't get greedy. You can't offer everybody a second shot because then you have so many personalities that have flown off the handle once and you really don't need a bunch of, you know, fluctuating personalities like that. You kind of need some steady, you know, some steady Freddies. So if you if you get greedy, uh, the same thing that happened to this chief could happen to you uh, and it just may not go very well it it could be a lot of coaching that you have to do a lot of managing of uh personalities that that shift constantly it could work out but maybe you know maybe it won't so i i wouldn't take that gamble i wouldn't take that gamble in my personal life either uh having to forgive a bunch of people at once and give people a bunch of second chances. That's a lot of managing. That's a lot of managing my emotions at one time. It's a lot of managing expectations at one time. That's a lot of checking in with myself and checking boundaries. I'm not up for that. So y'all can't all screw up at one time. I'm sorry. I know that may not be fair, but uh, I only have but so much bandwidth. So y'all are going to have to like stagger that crap out. <laughs> anyway, so that's all I have for today. Uh, please definitely check it out. Y'all can tell I am exhausted, right? Uh, But just all the uhs, right? Just check it out. Let me know what you think. As always, I'm Celeste. This is I Support That. Take care.